Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I want to introduce to you some lovely people, some lovely people, family members of ours. Um, They share time with us watching the show, listening to the show, and tonight they decided to come and share with us. Um, The first of which is Carrie Kelly, our guest of honor tonight, who is a vocalist. He's a songwriter, he's a producer, and he is an author. He's also the younger brother of R&B sensation R. Kelly. Carrie is the author of the book titled The Kelly Chronicles, Volume 1, Lord Forgive Us All. This is a book that tells a compelling story about child molestation and emotional distress in the Kelly family. Um, I don't want to share all of the information in the description of the book with you because I really want you to hear from him and uh, talk with him and get to know him. So, family, without further ado, I share with you his representation, Lavelle Jones, and about joining us by audio, Carrie. Kelly. Hey there, Val. Look at me. Look at me. I'm pushing too many buttons at the same time. How you doing, honey bunch? Hey, how you doing, Carol? I won't complain. You hear me? I will not it's complain. Good. It's great um, to see you. I mean, it's a shame that I only get to see you, you know, here. This is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> but I'll take happy. it. <laughs> okay, so will I. So, family, for those of you who are unaware or may not know, Lavelle and I, we go f- so far back, okay? But we did tours together. We Absolutely. Did, we did tours together because Lavelle is in the entertainment industry and um, we used to work together. I mean, you saw us singing. You saw us singing all yeah. the place. But he is here tonight as representation for Kelly and with Kelly, I should say, because I'm um, Kelly with Carrie, because Carrie is joining us as well. But I just want to be clear because you see Lavelle, um, but you won't see Carrie. You'll hear him, though. You will hear him. So, Val, talk, first, since we have you, uh, a visual with you, okay. um, can you first tell us a little about you and tell us how you came to meet Carrie? Well, me and Carrie go way back uh, in my career before. Um, I started uh, singing with um, MCA and Silas MCA before I signed the record. I used to sing background for R. Kelly. So I went on the 12 play tour and that's where I met Carrie and everybody else who were, who was on the tour. Me and Carrie uh, formed a, a very close bond and we're more like brothers <laughs> than anybody else. You know, I'm just as close to Carrie as I am to my twin brother, Laval. So we've had a brotherly friendship for almost over 30 years. And, you know, I've been there through the struggles. Um, you know, I've seen the behind the scenes. I've seen the, the, the triumphs, uh, the highs and the lows of being associated with a superstar like R. Kelly and, uh, and everything that that brings. Um, 
And all, so I've been there for all the struggles. And this is a momentous occasion for him to be able to release his book, his audio book and paperback book, putting it all on paper for the world to hear is true. Mm-hmm. And it's a very compelling story. It's a must read. And it's even for those who don't like audible books. You mm-hmm. have to hear how he tells a story. It's narrated by him, uh, set mm-hmm. to music. So it's very dramatic. It's very different. Okay. See now, I'm not an audiobook person, but now you just made that sound so inviting. You made that sound so inviting. OMG. Carrie, I want to uh, invite you to the conversation because you are the guest of honor. And I just want to say welcome and thank you. Thank you. First of all, thank you both. Just thank you both for coming and, and spending and- some time with us. And I thank you as well. Can everybody hear me clearly? Yes, we can hear you very well, Carrie. Yeah. I have to tell you, I'm I'm so I have so many emotions, so many emotions swirling around, and I have so, of course, I have so many questions. Um, and I, and before I ask any question and I say anything, I want to say publicly that um, I respect you tremendously and I appreciate you more than I can express for just sharing. Because this is not easy. This is not an easy subject. This is not easy subject matter. This is not an easy topic. None of it. None of it is. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I applaud you for your your transparency and for your your oh my God, your sensitivity. You know. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, So let me ask you, Carrie. What what made you decide to want to write a book? I actually, um, just looking at, at everything that that transpired in my life from the moment that uh, Robert made uh, in the thing that we lost. Gary, one moment. I'm sorry, because we're having just a slight issue with your audio. It's clipping, and I want to make sure we have clarity. Okay, what about now? Okay, you sound good now. You sound good now. Okay. 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 Now, what I was saying was, um, basically, looking at my brother's superstar status, and 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 um, and even before that, when once 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 he, we knew he was gonna make it. We knew it was it was the inevitable for him to make it because his talent was so abroad. It was so it was so wide. It was he was worldwide even before the world even knew him. But once he actually made it, um, the things and the, the current events that took place uh, for him to, to get there became evident to be able to go backwards to, to, to see how it all got started. Um, so I just started taking notes and and different things and um Paying attention to, you know, a lot of things that our mama told us and and we we was able to see the things that she was telling us coming to coming to pass. Um, because you know, she was wiser and, and she knew more than we did. So um those things I reflected on uh, when it came to the book as far as my mama and her teachings and how she raised us in our upbringing. And so that's what made me wanted to write uh, this story. So let me ask and forgive me um, for my ignorance. Now, were, was your, were you all raised by um, a single mother? Yes. Yes. 
Okay. And how, yes. how many siblings do you, how many of you are there? How many siblings do you have? Well, there's four of us. Okay. There's four of us. And, and I'm the baby. You're the baby of the bunch. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so we are uh, there. So how many boys and how many girls? It's three boys and one girl. Oh, one girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she is, she is the oldest. Our sister is the oldest of all of us. <laughs> now, do all of you stay in touch? Do you communicate regularly? Um, not, not, not at the moment. Right now, it's a lot of things going on. You know, even in everybody else's family, I'm pretty sure it, it, it plays out this way. When, 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 you know, once you get grown and you start, you know, life start coming at you, everybody's just trying to keep that wind off, off of, you know, blowing them, them down in their life, you know. So you, you just get more focused on different things on trying to stay afloat yourself. So mm. we don't really, we don't really talk to each other like that. Um, not now. Well, you know, that makes so much sense to me. That makes more sense than you can imagine. So, well, I'm looking at the time because we're going to take a short commercial break in just a moment. So I'm trying to pace my questions because I told you, I have so many, Carrie, just so many. But let me, so do, let me ask you this. Do you have children of your own now? Yes. Yes, I do. How many babies? How many babies do you have, Gary? Um, I have an undisclosed amount. Okay. Wait, wait a minute. I don't think I've ever heard that response. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm not gonna never hear nothing like that because we, we, <laughs> we, we move different. We do things different. We say things different. That's why Robert been so successful so many years. <laughs> you did not say an undisclosed amount. Shut up and keep talking. Heaven of Mercury. Family, hey there. I am talking to you. You have just joined us. Welcome. You are, tu- you are tuned in to love and life with yours truly right here on WURD. We are talking with Carrie Kelly, younger brother of R. Kelly, R&B sensation, and with his manager, Lavelle Jones. And Carrie's going to share with us all about his book that is out. Um, I don't want to say too much. You know what? We're going to take just a short commercial break. So stay with us because you know we're coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with Carrie Kelly, none other than the younger brother of R&B sensation, R. Kelly, and he is joined with his manager, Lavelle Jones. And they're talking with us uh, mostly about Carrie's life, but guess what? There's a book involved. Kelly has written... Uh, what he shares is a, a a book about life titled The Kelly Chronicles, Volume One. Lord, forgive us all. Carrie, I was reading, I wrote a, a brief, there was a brief article that uh, wrote about you sharing about your childhood. And you said that it was less than favorable. Can you share with us about your childhood? <clears throat> yes. Um, we went through some things as, as as kids, and you know, especially when you when you a child, you you and you don't fully understand things that that's actually happening around you. Um, it becomes confusing, uh, painful, and traumatizing all at the same time. Um, so basically, you know, we we was in the neighborhood where 
we was raised by the old school, raised by three uh, different matriots in our in our lives, you know, three different generations of women that taught us right from wrong. And so from that point, when we start seeing things outside of the household, too, that was actually um, rocky and, and shaky, we just, you know, we just was trying to get everything together in our mind and understand the things that's going on that we dealing with on a day to day basis as kids. You know, it was it was just it was so much. It was too much. A lot of things my mama didn't really even know that was going on. OK, OK. So you you mentioned. Being molested. Um, in your childhood, and I know you talk about it in the book, were you and your siblings molested? Well, to my knowledge, uh, it was actually me and Robert that was molested by a family member. Um, for a fact, uh, as far as any other um, person that that's saying anything about that, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I never heard of it. It was it was me and Robert for sure. And, and I'm so sorry for that to have been your experience, anybody's experience in life, but especially and particularly as a child. Um, I'm, I'm so sorry for that to have happened to you all. And you shared that it was an experience that took place with one of your family members. Was it also was there a, another individual as well? Yes, it was a, it was another individual that uh, was an older guy, and um, you know he he was pretty much up in age. The whole neighborhood knew knew him or knew of him, and and respected him. And um, you know he, uh, he you know he he did some very very uh, evil uh, things toward us too. You know um, as far as uh, trying to um, trying to molest us. He tried to molest us. Um, but what I find ironic about this whole situation is now that I look back, um, even as kids, when it came to that, the old man, uh, Robert is the one that introduced us to him because Robert was comfortable enough to go around him uh, on so many occasions. So Robert kind of knew of him before we did. And once Robert brought us around him, and he attempted to do that to us. It made me feel as if Robert may have been actually touched by this guy um, for him to try it with all three of us. Um, so that's what I keep in my memoir in my, of my of my mind and and then the different things and, and, and seeing how my brother, um, you know, turned out to be when it came to different things that he was dealing with on a day-to-day basis, especially with him not being able to uh, really read and write and comprehend well. So it was other things that was going on behind the backgrounds that he was dealing with as a kid and, and he didn't, he didn't really have any answers for either. And Carrie, I want to maintain uh, my sensitivity at all times. So if there is ever a question or anything that I ask, please, I, and I'm sure you will let me know, but I'm, I'm telling you just please just, you know, stop me because I, I want to be as uh, sensitive as I can to you and to what you're sharing with us, because I know this is not easy. 
again, I will say it. I know this is not easy. And even in uh, as an adult, you know, because it's a memory that will never fade. It's a, it, it's something that will stay with you, you know, throughout life. And and as I as I say that, I'm curious to know: Did you ever seek therapy or? Uh, um, well, that's the first question I have. Did you ever receive or seek therapy? Yes, I I, re- I received uh, therapy for the things that I went through as a, as a child, uh, and and also things that I went through in my adult life as well. But um, you know, I, I come to know that uh, only God can really, really, truly. Uh, heal you because the people that we talk to that you know and we tell our problems to they actually need to seek a therapist because they take in so much stuff from the world and then they also dealing with their own problems so you know it, it's to me uh, myself healing is best is best to talk to God because he have all the answers to everything that I that, that, that I'm wondering about and he the only one that can actually fix it the way it, it needs to be fixed you know, Carrie, I don't know if you could have given a better answer to that. I will not listen. Well, you already told me you already said it a few minutes ago. You said, listen, we Kelly's we answer differently. And that was the, that was the only answer that anybody could have given to that question. The only answer. Yeah. You are so. Oh, my Lord. Heavens to Mercury. You are so right about it. You are so right about it. And I was just about to ask you. You know, because there are a lot of our family members who may be listening or watching that may also be grappling with navigating the effects of sexual abuse. I was going to ask you, what do you share as inspiration to move forward and begin a healing journey? And you answered the question before I even asked this. So how about thank you for that? Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You, um, I, I want to talk about the title of the book, The Kelly Chronicles, volume one, mind you, Lord forgive us all from where did the title come well the title actually came from um just different experiences that i've i've had in life and 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 being raised by our mother because she taught us right from wrong a lot of people got it misconstrued and they saying that you know we wasn't raised right we were we we were um we dropped the ball you so know, we all made mistakes. All we're of human. Us. We're human. Exactly. We're human. And you know that that I'm curious to know because how was your mother affected um after learning of what was done at, at the hands of your of uh, was it the neighbor, the gentleman that Rob introduced you all to? Yes, it, it was the neighbor. Actually, what what he you know the things that he did was he he was actually black. Um, he was he was he was black basically. Uh, you know, um, buying us. You know, and and you know, big wheels and and toys and things of that nature. That some things that my mama could not even afford at the moment. And you know, and I and I I wasn't having it. Um, I wasn't having it. You know, I'm, I've been always this way. I've been vocal. Anything that I feel that is wrong, anything I feel that is wrong, you know, uh, whoever like it, they like it. Well, listen, no disrespect, but at the end of the day, so, so basically I'm the one that actually 
I'm the one that actually told uh, told my mom that you know, and I didn't toys. I didn't want any more um, anything from that man that that tried to uh, embarrass and, and 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 take something from us as kids that that he shouldn't have even tried to do. So right. um, when I once I told my mama, um, everybody fell in line. And, you know, she actually uh, reported him to the police. And once she reported him to the police, the ironic part about that is I've been knowing that my family has been a sacrificial lamb for so long, even before Robert became R. Kelly, because it was it was a great time and a great moment to be able to see that other kids came forth and they told their mamas what happened to them um, as well by the same man that tried to molest us. So that to me, that was powerful as a kid. And, and, and if I would, if I wouldn't have never spoke up or we wouldn't have never said anything to our mother about that, then ain't no telling how that could have went. So I, I feel good about that. And that's why I'm very vocal and I, and, and I, and I speak my mind to this day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God bless you for that. I'm, I'm happy that you did so as well. And I know, I cannot imagine, I, I'm my, my heart and my thoughts still go to, you know, what your mother must have felt and how she processed what from the neighbor, what was happening to her own babies. Um, you said well, she reported about- Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she reported it. You know, one thing about my mom, Joanne, she, you know, she was very she was a very strong woman. Um, she had to be a strong woman to raise us. You know, we hard headed. We want to do what we want to do. And, and, you know, and, 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 and she had to teach us right from wrong and teach us lessons on life. Um, so it's, it's like, you know, I always looked up to my mama for that. Because it takes a strong individual to be able to raise three young men and a and a, and a daughter. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I I just you know I, I've always wanted to be able to see or date uh, someone that had my mama's values and, and her, her morals and values and her quality because she was a true meaning of a woman. Well, please tell me that that neighbor was locked under a jail cell. Yes, yes, he was locked up under a cell, and it was kind of funny because before he, before he, before he uh, got arrested, uh, you know, he was he was arrested in the in the neighborhood, if you know what I mean, by some guys, some of the guys, and they had you know beat him up and you know held him down, and, and you know so he wouldn't try to run for the police, so they can come, and so in the meantime, between time, once the police got there and. And, and, and we put our complaining in and things of that nature. Other, uh, it was it was people in the neighborhood um, that that was joining in to you know give him that whooping that he deserved. Mm-hmm. And when the monster police got there, um, they actually act like they didn't even see it. They let it go on for about maybe five more minutes for them putting some knots upside his head and, you know, things of that nature before they even mm-hmm. stopped people from hitting them before they even took them to jail. So. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, Carrie, every time you talk, I'm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you probably hear me and think I'm interrupting and I'm not. I'm, I'm over here in agreement with you. Um, and, and I'm glad that's what you call a village. That's the tribe coming to the rescue. That's what that is. That's exactly what that is. We talk, we talk about that all the time here about having a tribe in a village and, and you know how our babies need a tribe 
and a village nowadays. Yes. So I, I can relate and identify to what you were just saying, because that's how I, my neighborhood was like, who, what point the finger and, and they went right in. That's how it was. That's all it yeah. was. Uh, family. Hey there. Yep. I am talking to you. If you have just joined us, you are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD. We are talking with Carrie Kelly, the younger brother of R&B sensation R. Kelly. And he is joined with his manager, Lavelle Jones. And we're talking about life. That's what we're talking about. We are talking about life. But we are also talking about Carrie's book titled The Kelly Chronicles, Volume 1, Lord, Forgive Us All. Now, that Volume 1, we're going to come back to that because that Volume 1 means that there are more. There's a series. So we're going to talk about that. I do want to share that our family members are joining in. I'm April Clark. Hi there, cuz. My cousin, she's joining us. Um, Miss Lily is joining us as well. She's sending love. Gary Bryant. Hi there, Gary, once again. Um, it's it's just really nice to have you family members joining us. Um, yes, and Malcolm shares excellent that they were to tap dance on that dude's head. That's what Malcolm <laughs> said to you. That's right. That's what that's what we do, isn't it, Malcolm? When the when the village comes together, we show up and we show out, don't we? Don't we? That's what we do. Um, Miss Julie shares that she is sending healing vibes to everyone. You're bound to help someone else. Uh, when you share your story, it's always powerful when people are listening. Miss Julie, you know, I love you to pieces and thank you. Thank you so much. What we're going to do is take a short commercial break. Family, listen, you know, you're invited to the conversation as always. Uh, feel free to give us a call at 215-634-8065. Or you can even call us toll free at one 866 Whatever you do, though, stay with us because we're coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Hi there, family. Welcome back. Oh, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening here? There we are. There we are. Oh, you left us, though. You left us for a moment. You popped out and popped back in. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome to you. But family, welcome to you as well. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD. Um, we are talking about life. We're talking about all things under the umbrellas of both love and life. And we're talking with Carrie Kelly, the younger brother of R. Kelly, the R&B sensation. And he has brought with him his manager, Lavelle Jones, who is, I hate to just say that because you already explained, you said, look, Carrie is like a brother to me. So absolutely, he, he brought with him family who also, you know, works with him. Okay, how about that? How about that? You brought family because that just, just feel, I hate saying that, it feels horrible. So I want to continue the conversation about the book because we started talking about your book, Carrie, just before the commercial break. Now that volume one is intriguing to me. So that is every indication that there is a series. What can we expect uh, with the series of books? Well, we have a couple of chapters in there that, you know, it basically starts from childhood, uh, okay. of course, um, and, and it breaks down everything that, you know, we went through, you know, as kids and uh, the good times, the bad times, the whole nine. Um, but what a lot of people don't understand is like we, you know, we got instruments and everything for Christmas. We did not get 
toys like that. My mama was a, a singer. She was an artist herself, and that's where Robert got the voice from. Mm-hmm. So we basically, she saw something in us, you know, um, that nobody else had had a chance to see. So from that point, like I said, we got instruments and, and different things of that nature uh, for, from, for Christmas, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and she instilled uh, music in us. Um, so basically when, when we talk about that, we're going back to childhood. That's where, that's where Robert became as great as he is, he, as he is because music was instilled in him as a young, at a young age, just like it was instilled in us. Um, and so basically like with the, when it comes to the chapters, you know, I talk about, uh, the, the, the neighborhood and what it used to be. That's, that is the chapter with Mr. Henry that, you know, that's it, that, that I talk about Mr. Henry in and a simpler time is, is, is actually chapter one because it, it was a simpler time at that time. You know, Robert wasn't famous. Um, you know, everybody respected everybody pretty much in the, in the neighborhood. It wasn't as much killing, um, as, as we see today. And in this world now, um, it was more peaceful. Uh, people got along. It was more love. Um, so it was simple. This is complicated now. So let me so ask that, you. Oh, I'm sorry, Carrie. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's all right. That's all right. So basically, I, I explained the simpler time. And then the door is, is like chapter two. That explains us as kids walking through a door. Like okay. an abyss, like the abyss of the things that we dealt with as kids that we wasn't ready for. Ah, so you mentioned the name Mr. Henry. Was, was that the, the name of the gentleman, the neighbor? Yes. Do you also talk about um, the family member um, that the family member that was uh, that with whom you had the experience of molestation? Yes. You do? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, and and I explain those things um, uh, very uh, vividly when it comes to because we actually talking about this is therapeutic at the same time, but it's still painful because it's like I'm reopening the womb every time, and then I got to patch it back up and heal myself. Um, but every time I every time I talk about this, you know, and I, I felt like it was it was meant for me to do this because. I know that there's millions and millions of people out there that's actually uh, going through some of the same things that my family went through. It's not just my family. And then someone needs to hear this. Someone needs to hear this. This can probably help someone to see how God has dealt with my family and brought us through trials and tribulations and everything that we go through in order for him to get the praise. I can't thank you enough for saying that. I could not have said that better. I, you know, I'm curious to know, how long, uh, at what point in your life, I should say, ask, ask, at what point in your life did you come to this realization? Were you able to actually begin a journey of healing and, and begin to, to share with others in a therapeutic well, way? It was actually always in us because my mama told us, uh, like I said, it goes back to the matriots in, 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 in my family. I see about 20 years ago, I've been starting my quest and my journey, um, putting this book together, hoping that it can help the world um, and, and anybody that's listening so they can see, uh, you know, they're not, they're not alone. 
you know, and sometimes people just need that words of encouragement to, to understand that I've been there where you've been and I understand where you at and I, I, I can feel your pain because actually this story is telling my story, but it's telling a lot of other people's story too. And people mm-hmm. are afraid, to, they're afraid to talk. They're afraid. They, they're afraid to talk. They're afraid to um um, express themselves because they they, they, they they see the repercussions that might come and, and, and change their life even more. Um, so I just I just ask God to give me the strength to be able to go forth and, and be able to do this because like you said, it's not easy. But I just I just look to the sky to where my help coming from and I and I just keep pressing on no matter what the naysayers may say, no matter what people may say, I know that if I can reach only a few, then I have done well. God bless you for that. Amen. You you oh Carrie. First of all, let me thank you again, because you're so right about that. You're so, so right about that. And there are so many, so many of us, myself included. I'm going to include myself because this is not an easy topic. And uh, if there's anyone that has ever had an experience with sexual abuse, you know, it it is so not easy. Not only is it not easy to talk about, it's not easy to digest, to process, quite honestly, and uh, and to navigate your healing journey through it. It's, it's not easy. So, okay, Carrie, Lavelle, you, you guys shared that you've been friends since childhood. Were you aware? Was this a, uh, was it a conversation that the two of you ever had as, as uh, you know, young well, adults? Um, when we first met, it wasn't evident, you know, I, we were there on business. Uh, he was R. Kelly's brother. We were performing together, touring the world. We built a bond. And I became closer to um, Carrie as he became more distant with his superstar brother. You know, okay. being a superstar, you have people to come in and conquer and divide and put a wedge in between friends and family. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a different uh, journey that they want to take him on uh, which, you know, he ended up down that road and uh, Carrie had a different path. So a lot Mm -hmm. of times they would be at odds and that's when Carrie would lean on me. Um, He came to Ohio. Uh, He lived with me for a while. And that's Mm -hmm. where I really, um, our bond really started to grow as he let me in on some of the things that I was questioning when I was there. I would see some things, the uh, the dynamics between the two brothers and, you know, how Rob treated them. And a lot Mm -hmm. of it, you know, you blow it off as, you know, he's a big superstar. This is how he's, you know, he's supposed to treat people or, you know, just, just how it is. But. Uh, it, it goes way deeper than that. And I know Carrie's been on a journey to heal um, and to heal his family as well. And a lot of people don't agree with him speaking out on what's happening and this and that. And that's his path. That's his journey. And I'm helping him with it because I've been on this journey with him for 20 years. And I know his heart is pure. I know his intentions are pure. And, you know, he wants nothing more than to heal his family. Mm. Mm. Uh, Carrie, do you communicate with Rob regularly? Well, um, with the situation being what it is, but, you know, but God taught us that this too shall pass. Um, I really, I really, you know, um, 
I don't be in tune with them because of the 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 walls. There are a lot of walls, um, so to speak, that 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 basically guard him. Um, you know, just like Vel said, from his family. I know I wrote him a couple of letters, and you know, I I didn't get a letter wrote back. You know, and then, and I was told that it was people that was actually getting the letters, intercepting them. People don't want us to be a family. Um, yeah, I know I may have said a lot of things and, and, you know, out of anger because I'm a human being, you know, but it takes a man or a woman, a real man or a real woman to stand up and be accountable for their faults. And that's all that I've been doing because that's how we was raised. We was raised that way. Mm-hmm. Right. We know the right way. So that's all I can focus on and go back to is our upbringing and how we, you know, how we was raised. But I know that I've been reaching out and I've been trying, like Bill said, to get my family back together. But my mama also told me that it takes two to tangle with and also takes two to get along. I can't force nobody hand. But also, I also know, too, that there are people that wants to keep things the way that they are. And God said that it's not so. It's time for us to come back together and get these people out of our ear, out of our life, out of our, you know, our whole uh, uh, being that is that don't want to see us together because God is not of no confusion. He is for family. He is for putting things back together. And you know, we fall down, but we get back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, again, you, oh, I could not have said it better. You are right. God is not about confusion. No, he is not. Family, if you have just joined us, you are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD. We are talking with Carrie Kelly, the younger brother of R&B sensation R. Kelly, and he's sharing with us details about his book, The Kelly Chronicles, Volume 1, Lord, Forgive Us All. When we come back, I'm going to ask Carrie, number one, where? We can get the book because we want to get the book. And um, we're going to talk a little uh, about the documentary Surviving R. Kelly. Just a few things um, that Carrie's going to share with us about how it's impacted his life. If it has, if it has not, you don't know yet, do you? No, because... Carrie hasn't told us. So what I'm going to ask you to do is to stay with us. Know that the phone lines are still open and feel free to continue to comment on our socials. We're so happy to have you join us right here at Love and Life. Stay with us, family, because we will be right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly, Carol Riddick. We are talking with Carrie Kelly, the younger brother of R&B sensation R. Kelly. He has joined with his longtime brother from another mother, Lavelle Jones, who also serves as his manager. Um, Carrie's here talking with us about his book, The Kelly Chronicles, Volume 1, Lord, Forgive Us All. Now, before the commercial break, I was sharing that we're going to talk just a little about the documentary. But I want to know first, Carrie, from where can we purchase your book? Where can we find your book? Well, people can get the book on Amazon, um, Kindle, um, Amazon, um, Audible, 
that's the audio book is there's an audio book with, with this as well. The audio book or ebook as well as a paperback. So Amazon.com. Okay. Yeah. I'm a paperback kind of girl. I got to get my paperback. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that information. So Carrie, I, I want to switch gears for just a moment. I want to, I, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are uh, about the documentary surviving R. Kelly. Well, my, my true feeling about that is I know that I was on there. I know that, you know, it was it was some things that that was said. But what the world don't know that I want to enlighten them on is it was a lot of things that they told us as far as this documentary at first can help my brother. Um, and, and I still want to remain truthful to some certain degree and at the same time be able to get my point across to reach my brother. So all the great things that I said about my brother, Robert Sylvester Kelly, they, they, they never showed that to the world that never hit the film to come out. I said great things as well. So, um, the second time around, um, they say, you fooled me once, shame on you. You fooled me twice, shame on me. It won't be a third time. That's why I never did the, the surviving R Kelly part three. Um, so, you know, they told me and my brother, Bruce, that uh, they was going to be doing some things differently. And, you know, this was going to help help Robert out. And we get a chance to tell, you know, how we feel about certain things. And, and you know, and, and it's not going to be all bad. So mm-hmm. after that second time, it was it was it was no more for me. And I did find out recently that uh, the surviving R. Kelly part three um, that. Um, when I was in New York at Robert trial, they supposed to have some footage of me that I did not authorize that they cannot show no paperwork or anything that I, uh, that I was in agreement with that at all. But that's my liking when I was out there actually protesting with the protesters for my brother, um, about him being treated unfairly well, by the justice system and things of that nature. Um, they got footage of me actually out there, but mm-hmm. I'm not consent to that. there's so much I can say about the media I I mean being a member of the media but uh, there's there's so much that I I do know um, about how things are done Uh, in what ways if at all has the documentary impacted your life well it it really has affected my life Um, I I can only really speak for myself and and, and, uh, you know it, it affected my life and impacted my life in a negative way to the, the point, like I just said earlier, the great things that I did say, they, they made sure that I was silenced. They made sure that it was never heard. If people would have had a, a chance to hear both sides of where I was coming from, then it wouldn't have been so many people that was angry at me for the one-sided story. You follow me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. I definitely do. I definitely do. You know, I want to go back to a question that I'd ask you about um, having received therapy. I ask you if you'd received individual therapy, but did you all ever seek family as a, a, a therapy as a family? No, we, we, we never done that. We never done that. Um, not as a, not as a family. Um, we, we should have, but it was, it was, it was never done. You know, my mama, my mama and my grandmama, 
basically was in, and my great grandmother was actually um, in church and they, and they was God fearing women. So, you know, when, when, when we prayed, you know, um, and they prayed for us, you know, we, we at that point, we we felt like, you know, um, our situations would be better. Um, and, and they were. For most cases, they were um, because God is real. But, you know, as kids, sometimes it's kind of hard to believe in in, in in something or someone that you can't physically touch. Sure. So, of course, our, our, our faith was always questioned. Well, mama said this and mama and them said that. So we just going to go with the plan and, and what they taught us. But, you know. You know, as human beings, even some adults have lost their faith um, because the things that they see in their life is not panning out the way that they expected, even though they still pray. That don't mean that there's not a God. You know, actually, that, that means that, that there is a God because sometimes you want to see how far our faith is going to go on things that we can't see. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. I want to take a moment. One of our family members is joining us by way of phone. Hi there, family, and thank you so much for calling. How you doing, Miss Riddick? Rick, is this you? <laughs> this is your favorite listener, Rick from Germany. Hi, Rick. So good to hear from you. It's good to be alive one more day. Um, hello to the gentleman, um, Mr. Lavelle, um, and, uh, Carrie, um, I have a story about sexual abuse, but I won't take away from your time. This is your time to set the record straight and to clear the air and to give other people the courage to come forward, if not on the radio, in therapy and in the writing of books to cleanse themselves. Um, I would ask you, uh, Carrie, where was the father figure in your life? And two, it, does this story take place in Chicago? Yes, the story takes place in Chicago. And actually the father figure that was in our life, he was our, actually our stepfather. And, and and I'm not taking anything away from him, but, he, you know, once again, he was our stepfather. We did not know where our biological fathers was. So with that being said, um, sometimes stepmothers, stepfathers, they don't love the children as much as they would their own. Thank so you. basically, my mama was driving the bus. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. I've I've heard that. I've heard that. Uh, I've heard that before. Rick, are you still there? I, I want to make sure. I'm not sure if we lost Rick, but it, um, Nick, in the event that Rick is able to join us again, please let us know uh, because I want to make sure he was able to hear the response to his question. Um, I do want to share some more family members are joining us on our socials. Frey is joining us and she's sending love to everyone. And Eric has a question. And just Rick, just Rick. He shares, good evening. Question for Carrie. Your journey sounds like a modern day Cain and Abel story. Do you ever feel that way? And if so, how do you clear your head and your heart on a daily basis? It can't be easy. 
Well, you know, I, I basically looked to God because if, 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 if it was left up to us to actually, you know, fix things, we are always break it. Always. Um, because we're not perfect and, and we was born in the sin and shaped into iniquity. So basically I just I just lean on him, you know, and, and, and a lot of things that I'm actually going through right now is 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 giving me the reason to be able to see things as they should be, not as they were. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you for that. Uh, we have another family member that is joining us by phone. Hello, and thank you so much for calling. Hello, how you doing, Carol? Uh, hello, sir. I want to say this to you. Uh, my childhood was sort of very off center. It was had nothing to do, do with sex. And I want to say this to you and your family and whoever else is living. I want you to remember that your heavenly Father. All the man knows just how much you can bear. And that's why you talked about your family members in prayer. And that prayer has been known to bring a comforter to your life. You cannot change what has been done. But remember, it will make you a much better person towards human life in this world. And remember that. Because you will. There will come times of disappointment. We don't know the day or the time. But the childhood plays a very big part. You will go back to your childhood. That's why God put that in your memory bank, sir, where you will reflect on your life experience. But remember, there is some good people in this world. In my case, real quick, the lady that raised me, raised me, not my mother, and what she did for me, nobody abused me, nobody never did that. My story is a very unique story like everyone else's story, but remember this. Somebody cares. And that's why kindness, only the Lord can forgive. You will never forget this, but take that situation that you have in your life and you seem as though that you're doing this. When Muhammad Ali said, I am the greatest, God said, no, I am the greatest, and brought him back to clay. And that's why we must never think so big because we never know what future holds. So I want, I want you to just share this with you. I share this with you, sir. Always go to prayer, sir. Prayer has done psychological, what, what Sigmund Ford or any other psychiatrist can do. Because what a wonderful healer. And can remember, remember this, sir. As you walk through this life, you can salvage your life. Because there are some good people. God has never sent a spook. He has always sent a human being, especially them females, to be a comforter to you. Not for you to be a comforter to them in any physical way. So walk with love in your heart. Love in your heart, sir, and your family can with it. Ask God to forgive and to, uh, and you'll never walk alone. May peace be with you and your family and everyone of this world. Everything that has been prophesied, we're seeing reality. And these things, that's why God give us a prayer. And says good people like the ambassadors, like Cal, and many other than people that have mental illness. Because when you give mental illness, it's 360. They come right back to you. That's why I asked the homeless people to pray for me. I asked the people that was in situations that didn't have money and stuff, and Ryan asked them to pray for us in the hospital or something about prayer. And may you be blessed, sir. And continue to continue to do what your family because because we can't nobody judge nobody. They can make comments if it's a negative to make themselves feel as though they operate from the empowerment zone. But you'll have waiting from the empowerment zone, and that's what a God is for. God is to bring healing or send someone else in your life and we'll bring 
will bring comfort to you, sir. My cup running over. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, Ron. Ron, as always, thank you, Ron, and thank you, Rick. Um, always, family. I, listen, I know how we love here at Love and Life. You know, I, I say it every single day. This is a tribe right here. This is a village right here. And we demonstrate it all the time. But when you come for the first time, you may be unaware and you may not know it. So I like to say it today because that's how we live here on Love and Life. Uh, you know, we talk about everything, but we do so because we can, because we, we come into this space with a level of respect and understanding. And I so appreciate that. I appreciate it. I appreciate it more than I can express because, hey, listen, the truth of the matter is that we're all dealing with something. Everybody is dealing with something. And when you start there, with that level of understanding, I believe your heart widens just a little more and your perspective as well. So family, for those of you who are just joining us, welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with Carrie Kelly, the younger brother, the youngest, how about that? sibling of our Kelly R&B sensation. And Kerry is sharing with us about his book. He brought with him his brother from another mother, Lavelle Jones, who works with him and is working with him on his mission to share, um, to express, uh, share his vulnerability and to express, you know, just some truths about what has happened in his own life in the hope that it will help someone else and that it will be beneficial to someone else's journey. Um, I, I think that's commendable. I really do. I think that is commendable to when you, you know, like you said, Carrie, you said, oh, look, I want to write some wrongs. I want to tell the truth about, you know, I want to share some truths about mm -hmm. some things that have happened in the hope that it, that even what, if one person hears it, and is affected in a positive way, then then you 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 know you're good, and I love that. I appreciate that. I'm so appreciative of that. I, now, Carrie, I, you're gonna have me laugh again because when I asked you earlier uh, if you have any children, and you said I have an undisclosed. I was like, you know what? <laughs> but I'm curious. To know. <laughs> Listen, I'm curious to know because you know that's still tickling me that response. But I'm curious to know. Here we are in 2023, and you know the world. Like you said, the world is so different now. Mind you, you shared you know about your your childhood that was you know in some instances less than in a lot of instances less than favorable. But you also share about the angels that you did have, did have those the, the the patriarchs, the matriarchs, your mother, yes. your grandma. Yes. You had angels that were guiding you all along the way. As it pertains to the, the your children, are you protective in any way? Or do you do you find yourself exercising a level of of protection uh with them that you might you, you know as a, you know because of your own childhood or some things that you may have experienced in your own childhood? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, I have done that on on uncountless times when it comes to my children and 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 making sure that they are protected on so many levels to the point where they didn't even understand it. I think my kids thought I was crazy. You know, I would say, hey, you know, who is that you talking to on the phone? Daddy, I'm not on the phone. I said, it sounds like you was in here talking to somebody. I want to know who they is, where they live at, what's their mama name, um, all that. 
So, you know, um, so I think, you know, I, I wouldn't say if, if I can do it all over again, I would probably do the same thing. Um, but they probably thought that I probably was overreacting on a lot of things. But people are so crazy and unpredictable in this world. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I, I'd rather be um, more hard or or mm-hmm. more protective over them than not to right. be protective enough, if that makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world to me. And listen, what you just shared, let me tell you how that was my mother, Marcin Riddick. You, that wasn't overprotective. That's what you call parenting. That exactly. was my mother. That was my mother. Now, who is this? Now, wait a minute. I need the number. I need to talk to their mother or their father or both, quite honestly. I need to see them and right. meet them before you go anywhere. And listen, all of that. So she was she was on it. My mother was on it. And Facts. it did not happen unless and until there was a level of comfort that she had. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-mm. I could cry, <laughs> kick, scream all I want, but mom, that's my friend. Well, not yet, baby. Not yet. <laughs> not right. Yet. <laughs> To me, that was that was true parenting. That was yes. that was true parenting. That was true, uh, you know, love. But now, you know, with with these generation of, of of kids, they are they are so disrespectful and 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 over the over the over the you know the edge with it to the point that that's why a lot of things is happening in the world the way that it is because the Bible say. A disobedient child should not live half their days. There's no respect. There's no love or, or, or honor for, for people who actually raise them and sacrifice for them. So, you know, that's why you can see the turmoil in, 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 in the world because it's, it's, just, it's just too disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had respect back, back in the day. Our, our, our parents, friend, neighbor, can tell us that we tell them that we done something wrong and they become the best of friends. They didn't even really know each other, but they become the best of friends because they dry snitched on us and our cool. mama felt like they was cool. So, you know, I can trust this lady, you know. Dry snitch. I haven't heard that since I was knee high to the ground. That's that Chicago. <laughs> no, that's, that's not, listen, that's our age because I don't even think they say dry snitch anymore. So, you know, I mean, you'd be like, you'd be sitting back one day, like, how is they so cool? And she just told on me. Now, my mama is, is on me. Now, they cool. They going out for coffee and all type of stuff. You know, where they do that at? You know, but that was that was the old school and that was the village raising a child. Absolutely. You know? It really was. It, my whole neighborhood, my whole neighborhood. Listen, I, you know how many times I heard Little Riddick? Should you be around here? A Little mm-hmm. Riddick, are you by yourself? Well, come on, Little Riddick, let me walk you home because you're by yourself. That, that, mm-hmm. was, that was how it was when I was when I was younger. And yeah. um, I, I must say that today in today's world, I so appreciate that. I really and there was a level of trust, though, that we had. Not like exactly. nowadays, you just don't you don't have that. You just don't have that. You just don't have that. Hey there, family. I am talking to you and I'm saying welcome. If you just joined us, welcome, welcome, welcome to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly, Carol Riddick. We are talking with Carrie Kelly. 
the younger brother and young guest sibling of R&B sensation R. Kelly. And he is joined with his brother from another mother, Lavelle Jones. And they're here to talk with us about love, about life, about Kelly's book titled The Kelly Chronicles, Volume 1, Lord Forgive Us All. That gets me. Oh, that title gets me. It really, really gets me. Kelly... Um, <clears throat> We're going to go to commercial break. But when we come back, I did ask you to dig deep with us and tell us about uh, the book. But I'm curious to know about what else is in the works. If we're looking at movie deals and things of that nature, too. Um, family, listen, I know you have comments and you have questions. Feel free to share them with us in the comment section or give us a call. You can do that, too, because the phone lines are open. Whatever you choose to do, though, just stay with us because we'll be right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I think I know. Well, hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. Here we are. We are talking with Carrie Kelly the younger brother and young guest sibling of R&B sensation R. Kelly. And he's joined with his brother from another mother, Lavelle Jones, who works with Carrie in, in sharing and spreading his message um, of healing, quite honestly, because Carrie has shared that he shares his story and the story of his family with us all in an effort to begin a journey of healing or to help someone in their journey of healing. Um, family, I do see that you are sharing some comments. Joanne Kemp. Hi there, beautiful. She shares, Mr. Kelly, I wish you peace and contentment going forward. And I thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, Miss Rosalind, hi there, beautiful. She is joining the conversation as well. And she shares a good evening with everybody. And she sends peace and love to everybody. And uh, she shares, let's enjoy this day, a new day that the Lord has made. Miss um, Julie, she shares some scripture with us. Matthew 25, dear Lord, your word is filled with accounts of miraculous protection. We claim that power for vulnerable children. Make your little ones invisible to people who seek to exploit them. Whisper in the ears of the children to run and hide safely until the danger passes. Amen to that, Miss Julie, my beloved. Thank you so much for that. Now, I was asking earlier about the book. Carrie, I want to make sure our family members have all the information as to where they can find the book. So I'm going to ask you. Um, if you can share that information with us once again. And and while I'm asking that, do you also have a website? Um, no, we don't, we're not using the website anymore. We we strictly with uh, Amazon, um, okay. Amazon and Kindle and Audible. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Makes sense. So Amazon, Kindle and Audible. And the book is titled The Kelly Chronicles, Volume 1. Lord, forgive us all. How many volumes will there be in total? 
Um, right now, um, really don't know because I'm actually, uh, the volume one is actually covering from five years old when I was five years old, all the way up into 1991, when Robert actually made it to the industry and became, uh, he got signed to Jive Records and, and came out with his first album. Well, we all know that he has, uh, went 30 years, 30, 30 plus years in the, in the industry. So it's a lot of information that, um, that, that's coming along with that. So right now, for what I do have accountable, what I am accountable for is at least seventeen more volumes. And um, but but the plan is is to bring it up into everything that's happening right now. Right, everything right. that's happening. So, so can we can we look forward to a TV series or? Well, I mean, we 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 actually uh, we got that in the works, and we 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 trying to see, you know, what people is going to be interested in and uh, moving forward with this with this project, uh, um, because you know, right now it's 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 it's, it's a book, but you know, it, it needs to be um, a visual, a visual. We, we're trying to get a visual done. Sure, yeah, yeah, that me, makes sense. Let me, that makes sense. Let me jump in just for a second. We are. Uh, we were in the talks with a couple of, um, you know, well-known uh, networks last year before the strike and all that stuff. But we are in pre-production uh, as far as developing a, a TV series um, because it's just too much for a movie to encompass. Right. This is a life um, and it has many phases. It goes from childhood up until now. So a series would be the, the best platform. And that's what we're working on uh, at the current time. So let me ask you, as it pertains to all of this, because I know we're talking about television and, and movies and, and books, even when we were talking earlier about um, bringing your family back together. In what way uh, will it impact your your goal, I should say, or your mission to bring your family back together? Karen. Well, well, um, the answer to that is, is, is very simple. Um, okay. we was all raised on, um, on, on the morals and values of, and, and like I said in the church that the Bible say, God say himself that the truth should set you free. That that don't mean that we're talking about, uh, things that, that, that can possibly get people in trouble. It's just talking mm -hmm. about the truth. If you, if you're wrong, it don't matter who we are. You know, if we are wrong about something, we are supposed to stand up and be accountable for that. OK, it's almost like a a, a person that's, you know, if somebody is on drugs and, and, and or, you know, alcohol real bad and, and they mm -hmm. don't see the problem, how can they fix the problem? We have to first start by addressing the problem. In order for us uh, to be able to heal properly, we have to be able to see the things that we're doing wrong and come together as a family to try to correct them. Mm, that's a oh, Carrie, that is such a strong statement. You're, you're so right when you're talking about asking someone to be accountable. So the, the and I don't want to ask you what family member it was, but the family member with whom you had the experience, uh, the molestation experience. Has this family member been held accountable or or does this family member hold themselves accountable? Has that well, been? Well, um, and I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry for no, that. No, no, no. Uh, that is a very uh, great question. Um, how can I explain this? I, well, my best way to explain this is you have some people that feel that they 
they they don't have to hold themselves accountable for anything that 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 is done that that they done wrong. Because for one, they don't see it. Uh, for two, they blame you. Uh, for three, they narcissists. Uh, they, for four, they always right. And we are living in the, in the world of narcissist people that don't. They only tell one. It's only one sided stories when um, you know, and, and they want people to believe those things. Um, uh, that, that that story went that way, and, and that's the only way that it could have possibly went. Um, so basically. Um, Yes, uh, they they don't feel that they're accountable for anything. Um, so, and, and and I'm not doing this in in, in in to be malicious to say, you know, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show the world. But I actually, um, um, I, I've been through anxiety attacks. I've had anxiety attacks uh, where sometimes I can't breathe. Um, it's a lot of things that that then changed and altered my life forever and mm-hmm. i have to get this off my chest I, you know just because i'm telling the truth about things that actually happen in my life you know it don't mean that i don't love my family i'm telling the truth because my mom and them used to have round table discussions and when we have those round table discussions we had to come with the truth in order for us to move past it mm-hmm 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 yeah, I can relate to that. I can identify with that. Oh my goodness. So how you, you talk about, uh, you know, how it's affected you. It's been affecting you physically uh, a bit with anxiety and all. And I, I was just about to ask, how does this impact your healing? How is it impacting your healing journey that this family member is not holding himself, her, him herself uh, accountable? Well, actually, uh, I'm at a, a better place in my life where I understand or should I say I overstand things uh, on a spiritual level, because when you overstand things, that's when God is giving you the, the direction that you need to go in. I'm not I'm not looking for or trying to travel with man direction. I'm only trying to travel in God's direction and the direction that he shows me is that when it comes to me doing the right thing and saying, hey, I forgive you. It's up to them from that point. Yeah. That's where my healing begins. For me to say, I forgive you. I love you enough to forgive you. You are my family member. We have the same blood that runs through our body. When I say that, and I mean it from my heart, and I can't trick God, none of us can, and he knows that that is coming from me, and it's the truth, is it is up to them from that point on how they deal with the situation. So the ball is actually in their court. Mhm mhm mhm. Yeah, I, I, you know, I I'm just thinking of everything that you've been sharing with us this evening and thinking of just uh, like you said, your family has been through a lot. A lot, a lot. And uh, I'm wondering like um you know, I I did ask if you and your other siblings talk uh regularly, but you said I know you said that you know, listen, they have their own lives and you know, things they're trying to live life, you know, uh, on their own and in their own way. But I'm curious to know if they, too, were impacted in a similar or the same way as you, um, because you all went through this together. Even well, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you uh, a little bit uh, more 
um, about what's actually happening. Yes, uh, everybody, you know, busy. Everybody have their own things and, and all that. What I said, I, I really meant that. But I haven't seen my sister in 25 years. No one is that busy. Mm. Oh, I say that. Oh, you sound like me, Carrie. Listen, so, my grandmother would always say, you make time for that which you deem important. Exactly. And sometimes people, sometimes people do things in, in, in the family or whether close friends where they can't face you. So that's why it's important for people to hear this book, because this book, I feel like I was traveling through uh, back in time through a time machine. Uh, my, one of my, my best friends, uh, Eric McClendon, Conquest Music, we wanted to do some things different. And that's why we gave the, the, the audio book life and we brought music and drama and suspenseful music to each chapter, because in each chapter of the book, everything that plays out is different. And so um, we talk about it all the time. We say, you know, I I felt like I've traveled back to that time machine um, when I stepped in the booth and did the audio book because I'm actually reliving these uh, these moments in time. I I can see myself as a kid again and I feel like I'm opening uh, wounds up that they haven't fully healed because these are these are wounds that, you know, even though you can forgive these are still wounds that you have to deal with until you go on until for the rest of your life, because you still, you can't, you, if you don't forget it, even if you forgive, it still affects you in some type of way, shape, form and fashion, because we are not perfect. How about that? I, you know, I was saying that earlier, you know, no matter how long ago it was, this is something that you will always carry with you. This is something that it, it, it's not anything that you will ever be able to forget. Um, I'm curious, Lavelle, from your uh, standpoint, working with Carrie and, uh, you know, helping him to, to, well, on his journey, because I'm sure as a brother, as an external brother, you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, you're helping him along on this healing journey as well. Yes. It's a constant. Yeah, it's constant. It's a constant thing. and that and and I'm saying this because I know some of the weight you have to feel some of the weight as well because this is a heavy oh, load. It's a heavy load. Absolutely. And each interview that we do, um, it's so gut wrenching um, to hear his story and know the struggles. I mean, I was there um, to almost feel like an industry snatched your brother away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, And he explains it best by saying Robert Kelly is his brother. R. Kelly is not his brother. R. Kelly is an entity who R. Kelly, who Robert Kelly was fighting for his soul for. And um, it's a constant battle. He knew right from wrong. And, you know, we're not here to bash Mm -hmm. uh, his brother or anything. Um, He's human. And some of the things that they went through as child, which is depicted in the book, um, molded him into who he is today. And when we don't get the help or we don't seek the help that we need, um, you know, we, we allow other people to come in, conquer, divide. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not always a happy ending, but mm-hmm. I've been through the struggle with him because I felt his passion. I felt his pain um, from when we first bonded on tour. And I've been mm-hmm. here. I've been here 
when he was homeless, when you have a superstar brother that's, you know, at the height of his career was worth 300 million and you're sleeping in abandoned buildings and in your car, that's a heavy weight. People can't understand, well, why? And it's because Kerry was never a yes man. Kerry always stood up and told the truth. And, you know, sometimes when you're in a position of power, you don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And um, like he said before that, you know, sometimes God puts you in a place where he has to sit you down for you to learn your lesson, and understand exactly what's going on and what your true calling is. Mm. Mm. You know, I'm listening. I, I did not know that. Uh, that information that you just shared, Val, I, I did not know that. Carrie, my God, my God. I, I thank God for this, for, for my brother LaBelle, um, because he has he has been there uh, uh, for me for so many years. Um, uh, un, un, countless, uncountless uh, times. I, I can't even keep up with him. Um, and, and, and he understands because he realized too that if it, this was a situation like most people, we talk about most people in the world, people that judge you, but they have no place to put you when it's all over. Um, he, their witness with his own eyes to see the things that I have actually went through. Um, because it's almost like I'm lying. It's almost like it's unbelievable. It's almost like, ah, uh, he's, you know, he's not telling the truth, but God knows. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, and, and when long as he know, like that, that gentleman that said they are uh, on the call that came on earlier, God will place people in your life, in your life, Mm-hmm. Be able to be a bridge and 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 fill the gap to be able to get you to where you need to be in this life. Mm-hmm. What you need to say in this life and what you need to do. A lot of us don't even know what our mission is. Mm-hmm. There's so much truth to that, family. Uh, listen, hey there. If you have just joined us, welcome, welcome, welcome. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly, Carol Reddick. We're talking with Carrie Kelly, the youngest sibling and younger brother of R. Kelly, R&B sensation. He is joined with his brother from another mother, Lavelle Jones, who uh, works with him in the capacity as a manager. Um, Lavelle was talking with us and Kat Carrie has been sharing with us about Carrie's book, the Ke- Kelly Chronicles volume one, Lord forgive us all. What we're going to do right now is take just a short commercial break, but family stay with us because we will be right back. You're listening to love and life with Carol Riddick on WURD progressive black talk media. family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly, Carol Reddick. We are talking with Carrie Kelly, who is the younger brother and youngest sibling of R&B sensation, R. Kelly. He is joined with his brother from another mother, Lovell Jones, who is his manager. Um, You've been hearing Carrie talk with us 
via audio. I should have said that a little earlier too. But here we are in the final segment of tonight's episode of Love and Life. And before I ask you to share, uh, because I want you to share with us once again where we can find the book. I want to make sure we tell our family members with so they don't have to ask where can I get it. But before I ask you to do that, um, Carrie, just and Lavelle, thank you both. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank both you so thank much, you so much. Seriously, you know, Lavelle, you know, I love you, love you to pieces, Carrie. <laughs> I and let me tell you, go. I am praying for you and your journey, your continued journey of healing, um, you and the family. Quite honestly, because there's so much, there's so much that you shared with us tonight, and although you shared with us, you know, the surface of everything, there's so many layers to everything that you did share with us tonight. And I know that our family members know that. And, um, and I know it takes time. It takes time. It takes prayer. It takes God. It takes just so much, you know, to, um, to move forward. And like you said, because you have to relive, you know, moments in order to be able to share with us. Um, I, I, I pray for, you in that regard as well, because that cannot be easy. It cannot be easy. And, um, and as you're still on this journey of healing with, with the family as a whole. So I, I just want you to know that, um, you are in my heart and I will, I will pray for you and the family. And I just wanted to express my gratitude before we got into the, the final, final end of the show when I was rushing to say so. I wanted to take my time and for you to be able to hear me say it. I do want to share um, our family member, Miss Rosalind, our beautiful Miss Rosalind shared, but God knows our mission better than anyone. Um, true story. I have nothing but love for you. Great story. I am my brother's keeper. Yes, you are. And Miss Lily, our beloved, she shares, I deeply appreciate Mr. Kelly's heartfelt heartfelt truth and transparency. And yes, thank you. Thank you to both Mr. Kelly and Mr. Lavelle. Peace and blessings. Our family members are sharing love with you and their gratitude for you sharing, for your vulnerability, for your transparency. And uh, we can't wait to get the book. Let me take Carrie. Just know, okay, that I went on commercial break. Okay. Just know it. I, I will have my heart back, my heart cover. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I, I want to thank everyone that took the time out to listen. We so appreciate that. I was going to ask you what you'll leave us with. What were you, what were you about to say, Levan? Um, I did send you a sample. Uh, there's an Amazon link where there's like a two minute sample uh, piece of the book. And I employ everybody to get the Audible, even if you liked reading the paperback, we have that for you. But the Audible, nobody can tell his story like he can tell it. He's mm -hmm. so passionate. It's set to music. It's dramatic. It puts you right in the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying this just because, you know, it's our project. But when Amazon was reviewing it and they reviewed the audio, make sure the music gets mixed, they came back to us and said, that's incredible. We mm. review millions of Audible books. We've never had one like this. So that is saying something. Okay, Vel, you've sold it to me. So I have to get both. So I have to get the audio. No, you know what? Are you, Carrie, how did, what was that? That had to have been so emotional for you. 
Yes, it, it, it was. And um, like, I, like I said, uh, I, I, I had to tell my partner, um, Eric, uh, which is Conquest Music, that actually did the music uh, for uh, the audio book, Lord Forgive Us All. Um, and every time when I came out the booth, he, you know, I, I had tears in my eyes. I, I, I felt like, and, and he knew it. He said, man, we're going to take a time out so you can get your breath together and, you know, and, and take a little breather because I felt like I was actually reliving this. And, and, and it's, it's very hard to, to do that. You know, I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to play like I'm Superman and, and, and nothing affects me. I'm a human being. So, you know, I, and I don't know no other way but to be transparent and, 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 and speak to the truth and in the, in the real. And, and that really bothered me when I got through with this whole volume, I, I felt so relieved. I, I wasn't getting sleep actually putting this together because it was really messing with me until this volume was actually done. I hadn't sleep for months. I'm to my two hours, three hours, two hours, three hours is the most sleep that I, that I got. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot that I, cause I was actually pouring out of my soul. Absolutely. And then I can't imagine that once the book was done, how, 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 well, do you know how it was received or how has it been received by your family members and loved ones? Well, I, 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 one thing that I do know um, that it, it has been received by those that it's supposed to be received by. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, and, 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 and I, I don't mean no harm, but that is just, you know, I know that. Uh, sometimes we we not gonna understand that even even the devil he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's his ultimate goal. So he'll jump in your kids, he'll jump in your 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 brother, your sister, your cousin, your auntie, your uncle, your niece. So when you know that and you can identify that, then it's like you know. Uh, I'm going to keep moving forward to where God want me to take this story to. And that's the only thing that I stay focused on. Mm, mm, mm. Amen to that. Amen to staying focused on God and the truth and your truth. Lavelle, is there anything that you would like to leave us with? I would, um, I want to thank you for creating such a soft landing space for Carrie. We've done many interviews and they're good interviews, but no one has taken care uh, quite like you have and created such a soft, comfortable space for him to express himself. I know the story is close, you know, close to him. He's very passionate and there's therapy in him telling this truth and opening up his wounds. And I just want to thank you. This interview has been amazing. Oh my yes. And I would like to thank you too as well. I mean, from the bottom of my heart, I thank God for you. I thank God for you allowing uh, us to be on here to be able to own your platform, to be able to express uh, uh, the things that, that, that we talked about. And, and, and I, I really truly believe that this has helped and it will help many, many people. I believe so too. I really, really do. I really, really do. I just, will you both come back and visit with us? Will you Absolutely. come back, please? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for that. I think it has been a pleasure and a privilege, I must say. And I must Likewise. Likewise. It really, really has. Uh, Miss Julie, one of our family members already, she shares, I listened to the Audible from Chapter 3, dramatic sound effects reminiscent of Radio Stories Weekly. Look, our family members are already going to listen. 
already going to check it out. I, I, oh, I love that family. Thank you for the support to Carrie. Thank you for the support to Lavelle. Um, family, as always, you know, <clears throat> you know, we, we do, we do support. We do. Oh, as I exhale, exhale, exhale. Fellas, I cannot wait for you to return. I thank you again. We will see you, God willing, sooner than later. Absolutely. All right. And God bless. And, and, and once again, I, I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. We, we all do. Oh, may God continue. We appreciate, the, we appreciate the, the, the family, too. We appreciate them as well. They are sending you love. They are sending you love. Thank you, fellas. Have a great rest of your night. And I'll see you soon. <laughs> right. Take care. You too. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 